This is a podcast by Wellhouse Church, where personal spiritual growth is fueled through a variety of practices rather than a single prescriptive time of devotion, where we discuss different spiritual practices that help us be more present with God, others, and ourselves. What's going on, practitioners? What up? How we doing? There's st- there's still gotta be gotta be something you can play off after that with like practicing, but I, I haven't know. found it yet. I, I I really just like the chill. Like, what's what's going on, practitioners? How are we doing? Yeah, but you ask that same question on every podcast. The only thing I have to come up with is, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Or I can do the fat Albert. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I've only got like three things. And we got four episodes that we record every single week. And I'm a one-trick pony. (laughs) Like, I'm sure people are tired of hearing me say the exact same thing. Kellen, I have the intros. You have the, the... the master's degrees. Let me have the intro. <laughs> All right. Fair point. Fair point. All right. I'm, I'm just kidding. I don't really care. But I just <laughs> thought that was funny. It's funny. Um, but we legit just witnessed a, 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 an inter- intercessory prayer moment. We did. Um, legit like 30 seconds ago. <laughs> yeah. Like or less, less, about two minutes ago. Yeah. But like uh, 30 seconds before we started recording. Yeah. Um, our podcasting equipment does this thing sometimes. It's got a finicky thing that it does. Yeah, we'll hit record and then it'll just like stop. It's like error. Yeah, like it just doesn't work sometimes and we don't know why we can't figure it out. And we're really tired. It's 10.15. Yeah. It's 10.15. We're tired drinking we coffee. This podcast and one more to record. Yeah. Um. So... We really didn't want to be messing with this no, thing all night long. Not at all. And so I laid my hand on the machine <laughs> and I prayed, Lord Jesus, this is for you. This is all for you. Yep. Please let it work. And I hit record and it worked. Yep. So it's true. And that's exactly how it happened. And and honestly, like when it does that thing, it will go like two or three times in a row. Yep. It, um, it derails. So when it does that, we are sidetracked for at least 15 minutes trying to get it back. Yep. And the Lord Jesus made it work. First try. First try. That's intercession. Yep. And that's what we're talking about today. Yep. I think if you were if you were looking for a Bible verse that really sums up the kind of core heart of intercessory prayer, it's Philippians four um six do not worry about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god yeah that's that's the purpose of intercession exactly is that and by interceding something that it does functionally is when you intercede, oddly enough, your intercession is an affirmation of who God is. Exactly. Because if you're interceding, you intercede for someone who can make a flipping difference. That's right. If you're if you're not, then you're just venting. If you're going to somebody who can't do anything about it, mm-hmm. you're just venting. 
But if you're going to somebody telling them the story that can actually make a difference, that's intercession. Yeah. You've made a claim about God, whether you meant to or not, that God is powerful enough to do something about this. Yeah. No matter how big, how small, whatever it is, fixing your flipping podcast equipment, God can do it. God can do something about it. Um, and it's the faith. Yep. That, that, I think that's the deal, right? Yep. That, that's the, the crux is do you have faith that God is actually going to do X thing? Yeah. Um, I mean, for instance, like, oh, this is in Pints and Perspectives, but, um, well, I will try to curve the theology. Um, whether or not that you believe that miracles can still happen, mm. you know, whether Ooh, that's a good healing, episode for like, Pints and Perspectives. It is. Uh, like uh, the the cessationist type perspective versus the continuous perspective, um, we need we'll to, do, to that. do that. Um, but healing miracles, whether or not you think that that is possible, um, if you ask me, it fundamentally comes down to what do you have faith that it's going to? Yeah. <laughs> Um, if you ask me, I think that that's what it is because Jesus specifically says that this man was healed because of your faith yeah. or, or you are healed because of their faith is exactly what he says. One um, of the times he, yeah. he also says because of your faith, yeah, you are healed. Right. Same, same person. Yeah. Person, the faith of the person being healed. Faith leads to miracles through intercession. Sometimes, sometimes, right. Sometimes, like, sometimes, but there are, there are sometimes where, you know, like there's that one story where Jesus the disciples come to Jesus and say, hey, why couldn't we Why couldn't we cast out that demon? Yeah. And Jesus says, well, because sometimes things only come through prayer and fasting. It's like, what? <laughs> what, bro? <laughs> we see you just do it. I don't <laughs> you get didn't it. pray and fast. Yeah, I don't get it. And Jesus yeah. is like, yeah, well, sometimes it just happens that way. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like, no, that's true. Some things do come through prayer and fasting, which we talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, but intercessory prayer is genuinely... You petitioning God to do a certain thing mm -hmm. and having faith that he's going to do it. Yeah. And interestingly enough, when I was taught intercessory prayer, number, number one, first of all, nobody, nobody named it that. No, I wasn't. I, never, um, I didn't learn that name until a couple years ago. Yeah. Nobody, nobody ever called it that. Yeah. Um, which is one of the reasons I'm, so passionate about doing this podcast is because there were so many things about spiritual formation that we learned growing up that just weren't named. Yeah. We, we knew that they existed, but nobody ever detailed out like, how do you do this? Or, or when do you use it? Or those kinds of things. Yeah. But nobody named it intercessory prayer. But when we were taught intercessory prayer, I genuinely thought you could only do it on behalf of somebody else. Hmm. That's really? not true. You can intercede in your own situations too. Sure. Right? By asking God to intervene, see, that's you're asking for intercession. See, that's funny because I had the opposite experience. You thought it was only for yourself? No, no, no. I thought that you could pray for other people in that same way, but um, they also needed to be praying for themselves in that way. Um, mm. 
Yeah, see, I never got I mean, it, that. It, that was lost that, on me. It's that whole thing that's not in the Bible, but God helps those who help themselves. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cleanliness <laughs> no. is next to godliness. I mean, <laughs> it's just one of those things. Yeah, um, but um, that those misconceptions that you have as a child, right? Like, yeah. Um, it's so funny how how much we we can easily talk about them. But yet we we are unaware of how much they impact our actions and worldview oh as adults. My God, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, growing up, I didn't actually think you could do this for yourself, and I actually ended up changing them. So I say inner, or I'm in a habit of. I'm trying to stop now, but um, I'd been in a habit of like for four years the intercession or intercessory prayer was when I was interceding on behalf of somebody else. And when I was asking for myself, it was petitionary prayer. Mm. I was petitioning God for my own stuff. When actually they're the same thing. It's just a question of, are you doing it for yourself or somebody else? Yeah, it's exactly the same thing. So Mm. uh, odds are we probably do intercessory prayer more than we do any other kind of prayer. Well, um yes absolutely did we read this quote up here no we haven't yet i think Um, it needs to be read and it needs to be read now okay go ahead um so this is from brian c taylor which is funny because it's the name of our uncle well i don't think brian taylor yeah his middle initial is not c his middle initial isn't c but that is funny to intercede for another means that in our prayer we stand between or next to them and god yeah so good literally this is the way you should think about intercessory prayer you have a friend a family um a a, a brother and sister in christ struggling and you are standing in between them and god saying god this person needs your help offer them your help through your grace through your mercy through your love and through your goodness and your ability to do it. Yeah. I actually think the best analogy for this, that, or the best metaphor for the role of intercessory prayer is if God is a judge and the person we're interceding before on behalf of is a defendant, we're a character witness. Mm. Ooh, Ooh, because Jesus is the, yeah, I love it. I think that's the best metaphor for what this is, is that we're going to stand before the person who can actually make a difference and saying, hey, God, they, they need this. They they need this. They, they, they're good people. They come from good stock. Yeah. They, they need a little bit of help. Yeah. Mm. No, that's good. Because in the, I mean, we've all heard this. I say we all, that's uh, an overgeneralized statement. Maybe you haven't, but the whole idea that God is judge, Jesus is the, uh, 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 Jesus is the lawyer and we're the defendant. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm, a lot of people have heard this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if that is true, intercessory prayer would mean that we are a character witness. Mm-hmm. That is fantastic. I'm going to steal that. I will give you credit for a couple times that I'm stealing Yeah, it. go ahead. Go ahead. It's fine. I love that. I really like that. Yeah, if I ever put it in a book, though, you got to stop saying it. 
Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm getting paid for it, it's got to be mine. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So, intercessory prayer. Do do we ever see in the Bible? Oh, All yeah. the f- oh, freaking yeah. time. All the time. We even see Jesus do it. Mm-hmm. For himself. In the garden. In the garden of Gethsemane, Jesus prays, take this cup from me. Yep. That is intercession. Yep. Jesus is in a place of anxiety. And that that's the other thing that we should probably point out is intercession... Really is another way to curve our anxieties. Sure. Because we're going to the king, interceding on behalf of our worries and anxieties, saying, Hey, can you do something about this? Jesus in the garden, knowing that he's about to be brutally, brutally tortured and murdered and executed. Yep. He's got all this anxiety and he goes, Father, take this cup from me. Yeah. He's modeling intercession for us. For sure. Now, there is a piece of this that I just realized we have to talk about. Mm. The whole Isaiah 55, 8 and 9 piece. Oh, well, too late now, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, The idea that sometimes God sees the bigger picture. Um, and so that's, that's more, we're going to do a whole episode at the very end of this about why God doesn't answer prayers. Oh, shoot. Yeah, you're right. Uh, we'll come back to that, but, yeah. um, sometimes these intercessory prayers don't work. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Well, we can, we can definitely detail that out more about sometimes why God doesn't, but we also see it in the Bible a lot. There are 42 times, 42 or 46 times um, in the Bible, in the Old Testament, where the Bible explicitly says, and so God changed his mind. Hmm. There are like almost 300 instances yeah, no, where it's true. implied that God changed his mind. Yep, no, but it doesn't true. explicitly say, and God changed his mind. Intercession actually works. Yeah, for sure. God's changing his mind. People come to him on, on on intercessions and he changes his mind. We see it often in the Old Testament. Like I said, there are like 46 times where it's explicitly said and God changed his mind because of someone's prayers. Yeah. If there were ever a moment that I could look at and go... Hey, does prayer work? It's those moments. It's those moments. It's those flipping moments. Where it's like, God's like, I'm going to destroy a whole city. Well, God, hold and on. And Moses is like, wait, do we really like, <laughs> is that the answer? And God changes his mind. Yeah, prayer works. Yeah. Prayer actually works. And it's, and it's in moments of intercession where we see it work. Most clearly. Yeah. Um, on behalf of the vulnerable. Um, yeah. And that's a that's a whole nother a whole nother thing that I've realized recently, slightly off topic. I, it's not off topic. 
look, in America, we are privileged. <laughs> um, you mean comparative to the world? Comparative to the rest of the world. Yeah, or to most of the world. Or to the most of the world. Yep. We need to do a better job of interceding on behalf of the persecuted Christians, on behalf of the people that are um, living in poverty and dying every day because of starvation on the other side of the world. Yeah. That is intercessory prayer as well. And if it does work, yeah, we as Christians need to do a better job about praying for that situation. Yeah. As well as for social justice issues here in the U.S. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I don't think that that's a good point that we need to talk about. Intercession is not just isolated to a person. No. It can be whole people groups. Yeah. Uh, um, for instance, I know that our grandmother, one of our grandmothers, every morning when she does her prayer time, she prays for every category of first responder in America. Now, based on what she knows about the job circumstances of each category of people, her sure. prayer is different, but she is interceding on behalf of whole categorized people. Yep. I mean, that's a whole people group. So in the common book of prayer, there is a section, um, or there is one specific prayer for social justice. Mm-hmm. There is a different prayer for those who are oppressed. Mm. There is a different prayer for governmental authorities. Who are oppressive? Who are oppressive, who just have authority. Yeah. Um, then there is one very specific one for the President of the United States. Oh, my gosh. Um, it's interesting. The leader of the free world. He's the leader of the free world. But all of those things are intercessory. Yeah. No, for sure. They're they're liturgical, but it's still intercessory. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be liturgy or spontaneous. Doesn't change what it is. No, it doesn't. Um, it is still you interceding on behalf of someone else. Yeah. Um, and we do this a lot spontaneously. Right. Yeah. Praying for for healing, for restorative relationships, all those sorts of things. Right. Um, how often do we pray for the oppressed? How often do we pray for social justice issues? How often do we pray for? I know that there's people in our family that do this, but I know a lot of people who don't. Do we pray for governmental authorities? Yeah. That make laws and policies that shape the free world. Yeah. No, I'm just a good Christian. I just gripe about him after the fact. <laughs> no, it's I, funny. That's I'm being, funny. I'm being facetious. Please don't, <laughs> please don't think that I was being serious. <laughs> That's funny. Though. I, yeah, it's funny. Got to make that disclaimer there. No matter what side of the, the Christian spectrum you come from, yeah. whether theologically, um, primitive or theologically liberal, um, 
<laughs> you do that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, like like my friend and mentor Ben Blackwell says, it's like the King James Bible. If it's good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for me. <laughs> Legit. When I heard him say that on the podcast, since I wasn't in the room, when I heard him say that, I was at work and I busted out laughing <laughs> in the middle of the office. I paused, I paused the video and I texted Cullen <laughs> in quotation marks. Yeah. The king, yeah. It's like the King James Bible. <laughs> if it was good enough for Jesus, it was good enough for me. Yeah. Ben Blackwell, 2021. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he'd been saying that for years. Oh my God. He'd been saying that since I was in grad that, school. That was the first time I ever heard him say it and I lost it. <laughs> yeah. He'd been saying that for years. Oh man. Bless you. Bless you. Oh, Only you. two that time. Yeah, I know. Getting better. So, uh, I may need to intercede on my behalf of my allergies. But, nope, yep. There it is. You don't get another one. I'll have another one, I'm sure. No, I was saying but, you don't get another bless you. Oh, <laughs> Well, if you say it three times, you're actually cursing me. Is that true? No, I'm just making crap up. (laughs) (laughs) But, so this is intercession or intercessory prayer. And make sure if you haven't yet at this point, I mean, we've got like over, uh, we got enough people listening to this podcast. We should probably have an affiliate link for this book. Um, Yeah, but if you haven't picked up Adele's book, go ahead and and buy it um, if you would. And she's got a deal in here, and I'm not going to detail it out for you because I actually want you to buy Adele's book and go because I actually I actually think it's a helpful book. I think every Christian should own this book. I don't care what tradition you come from; everyone should own this book. I tell I tell Clayton all the time. This is this is my second copy or third copy of it that I've owned. Because I keep giving out copies. Like, I just keep giving it to people. Yeah. Um, Everyone should own this book. It, I just, I really believe in this book. But she has a whole deal in here in the exercises section, like the spiritual exercises section, where um, she um, uses the Lord's prayer as a pattern for intercession. Yeah. And I think that's really helpful because most Christians or most Christians for any length of time probably have memorized the Lord's prayer. And so if you have that, you always have in the bag a pattern to intercede. Yeah. The other thing I would say is, and once again, go get Adele's book because there's a lot more in here that I'm not going to talk about, but she, at the end of every chapter, she mentions like additional resources on um, whatever the topic is. And one of them here is Discovering Our Spiritual Identity Practices for God's Beloved by Trevor Hudson, specifically chapter 11. I have that book. I have read that book. And it is incredible. So that's funny. I have different resources in my Kindle version. Do you have Richard Foster? I do have Richard Foster. And Keith Meyer? No. And Marjorie Thompson? I have Marjorie Thompson. You and must Richard have Foster. a you must have the first edition. Yeah, I have the revised and expanded. Oh. You have the original okay. edition. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, but Trevor's book, very helpful also. If you have that one, go read chapter 11. 